Welcome to Oh Brother, the podcast where we try to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, House Slippers. Ahoy! Ahoy! How's it going? Well, it's a good question. I don't know. Oh, oh no! Have you <laughs> have you been in school recently? Today. Just <laughs> today only. Oh um, no! Yeah. Oh well, how so? Has it how's it felt? It was weird, right? It's very, uh, because <clears throat> like we're it's only partway through January, so we've only been back like a little bit, and then we were out of school. For context, listeners, today's Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> the first day of school I've had this week, so. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bit zany. Like last week, we were just back, right? Just from like breaking stuff. And then we, it was, you know, we were back a little bit and it was snowy. And then, oh, surprise, it was snowy again. So, (laughs) so yeah, it was, uh, we only had a school a couple days last week. Let's see. We were, as per last episode, we, had terrible training on a Monday and then we didn't go to school Tuesday uh-huh. and then we had school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and then Thursday this week. That's my <laughs> Oh, it's wacky. Oh, Aaron, Aaron, did you have, did you, did you were you in school at all? Uh, like, like the rest uh, of us? Hello. No. So let's hear. Hey. Um, you still hear me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so yesterday, I did not have school, um, but today we went back, and then uh, I was out. We were out Monday for Martin Luther King Day, and then Tuesday, Wednesday we were out, and then went back today. Ah, so same as me then. Nice. <laughs> and so, but I think the weather's supposed to get bad again next week. But yeah. I mean, rural rural school problems, you know, the highways were fine, but all the back roads are 90% dirt roads, so they were just trashed. Uh, Um, And so, um, even even our admin's like, yeah, no, the highways are fine, but every side road, side street, back road is not drivable. So we're like, fair enough, stay home. For us here it's been um the roads have been fairly okay it's just been the wind chill where they were like nope it's too cold like turns out they don't want kids waiting for a bus when it's negative 23 outside like that apparently that's a bad thing what it's fine i'm just kidding yeah it's a it's a weird i had this realization i don't i this has happened before but i've never like thought about it in these terms right mm. it on i think monday or t- maybe it's tuesday i can't monday or tuesday it was warmer in my freezer than it was oh. outside you, you said that and my look i i was like oh, uh, what <laughs> i'm sorry that's that's i'm not okay with that i'm really not okay with that yeah like our the yeah i never like i never really parsed that like together before mm-hmm. and it's happened before i know but like oh, yeah. i when i thought about it in those terms i went oh oh no oh that's 
that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh I knew it was bad when uh I had to do some walks with dogs and I was like, oh man, it's freezing. That's pretty warm. I don't need to wear so many layers. <laughs> uh, it's actually zero degrees. I'm so hot right now. <laughs> no, it really was. And I was like, like, wait, did I just did I just say that? Because like, oh no. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty funny. All of a sudden I was like, oh man, it's it's really warm. It's like 32 degrees outside. Yeah, this is nice. <laughs> yeah, our problem, I don't know about, did you get a lot of like snow, Aaron, down there? Like, was it, was there any snow or was it just the cold temperatures that were the problem? So we, we had both and a lot of the schools, same thing with Colin was, um, you know, the, the wind chill was just horrendous. Um, yeah. but we, mm. we got snow, was it Monday night or we got, <clears throat> we got snow Sunday yeah. night. And then Monday it hit even harder. And then it, the sun came out on like Tuesday afternoon, rolling into Wednesday. And then Wednesday mm-hmm. the sun was out. But I mean, it was still just so cold. Um, Especially in the our morning. Apartment, yeah, our our apartment has like zero insulation mm-hmm. because it's it's an older establishment and it's built like on top of like a series of stuff. And so we felt almost every like fiber of like the zero degrees when it hit. Yeah, every the little that we have sit un- right underneath um, single pane windows, and so the heat would come up ah. and go right outside. Ah. Um, did you blanket them? Put, yeah. I did. So I put blankets Good. on all the big ones. Our offices, we couldn't go in. If you did, you could see your breath from them nice. because they underneath them there's a walkway. <laughs> And so, so it's a freaking wind tunnel. And I I, I had to put like pretty much like blankets all over Shelby's like office. So she can at least just walk through. And then I had to do the same thing with, with her two windows that she has in there. My office sits right on the corner. And so I get the wind straight from the one direction and I get the wind tunnel underneath me. So my office was freezing. And a little little tiny wall heater that's in there would just be like, eh, eh, and right out the window. We <laughs> we had to go buy a little tiny like uh, hunting heater, and because oh, we have, I thought you were going to say a hunting blind, and so you can nah, keep nah, the nah. heat in. <laughs> we so we have a like you remember the big fireplace thing we got from Mimi? Yeah. So we have one of those, but our our house is so old that like you can only plug it in for like five minutes before it gets like overheated yeah and in the wall plug it and so we bought this little little tiny thing and we we stuck it here in the corner because we have our couch and then we have our um, <coughs> recliner and we, we just stuck it right there in between us and it was, it was predominantly only for like our feet to keep cool uh to keep warm and then we would stick it in the um the bathroom and would just like shut it in there. And so oh, if we had smart. to go to the bathroom or take like a shower or something, we'd get out and just <clears> eat. <throat> the only place that was manageable was our bedroom because we have like these insulated curtains. And I had our little tiny heater on one side and our little wall heater going on the other side. And I mean, just everything was blacked out. We did. I, I couldn't see the sun for like two days because our house mm-hmm. was just blankets everywhere. And it, it, it finally got manageable. But I mean, I was wearing, it got so bad, I was wearing like thermals 
unders and tops, sweatpants, my hunting socks, and like a hoodie. And yeah, I felt bad for Shelby because she's doing this workout thing where she has to work out for like oh right 30 minutes oh, to 45 no. minutes like outside. And so she had to go like walk. Oh, and she, oh. and so she would just bundle up and just all right, see ya. I'm like, all right, that's Luke on Hoth riding the Tauntaun away in the in the snow. Yeah. He would just take off and uh I'll sit here. Our cat gave zero bothers, and you could tell when he's cold because he would only ever snuggle up uh, during the day, like at the peak cold or at night. But then other times, he just kind of did his own thing. But <laughs> I mean, it, it we felt like you could stick your hand on like the interior wall, <clears throat> like in the living room right here, and you could still feel the wall being cold. Yeah, like that's how little inf- insulation this entire house had. Holy cow. Oh. Yeah, and so I was glad to see if it got up to like twenty today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had we had like snow, but it was like it was really like powdery snow, right? Because yeah, the air was, was the air was so cold that it was wanting to snow, but it was like so cold and dry. It was like nah. So we had the it was like real powdery, right? And then that I guess it snowed most mostly on Sunday, and then like Sunday night, just it just complete froze just solid right this is real fine powdery snow that packed like really good and then it just froze and then it didn't unfreeze so i I had some some rancher friends up where i where i coach at and they lost some cattle not because of like oh the, the cold temperatures didn't help but they were so dehydrated yeah, because so dry. They were, the the wind and like they they didn't get dew on the grass, and so he's like, yeah, like we break the water up, you we we'd water them, but like you, like they try to graze on their own. And he's like, I had a uh, mama calf and a or mama and a calf pass because they were just so dehydrated because they couldn't they couldn't get anything to eat or to drink. And I was like, oh my gosh, seriously? Wow. Like yeah. yeah, it was that bad. And I was like, oh jeepers, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. We watched uh, as the city's uh, water mains like burst one at a time. Uh, ah. I, think, I, think, I think we had three of them that burst across town, which is always you know fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Where you're like, well, I hope are we going to have we're going to have water today? And I am very thankful that we did not have any pipes freeze or anything in our house, except. Because in our kitchen, like all of our pipes, we have no pipes that are on external walls, except oh no, <laughs> the line that goes to our refrigerator. Ah, <laughs> ah. This little thing that it's the little tiny plastic line, yeah, goes from our basement. It snakes like way out to the, and of course, it's the northern wall of our house and goes up the of wall, and then. <laughs> out to the refrigerator and um i realized that it was uh uh not working whenever i heard the ice machine continually calling for water to fill and i was like oh. <laughs> well we'll just shut that off though <laughs> well out of all the ones that could break that one's pretty inconsequential was very so, right? happy very happy yeah, for this yeah that's not bad <laughs> and i was rem- i know was, i was also very thankful of the people who owned this house before, prior to us installed um 
freeze-proof water spigots on the outside. Oh, where hey. if you actually go out and look, and um, <laughs> you go to Lowe's, you can buy these, and they, they they sell them in different inch increments of how much you want frost-proof. And it's basically just like how cold do you expect things to get? And uh, these oh. people, they bought like 14 inch ones out. So from the spigot, it goes through a hole in the wall. And then that that pipe is actually extra insulated all the way back. Oh. Uh, yes. Yes. I was like, this is good. This is good. Thank you, people. Thank you for doing Interesting. this. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> No, so, but there's they they know the other covers the, and everything. The barren wasteland that is central Missouri, right? Like, oh, oh my God. gosh, I know. Just like, and of course, you know, Megan's folks moved up here from uh, back, back here from Texas, where they have enjoyed, you know, no winter for the past many many years. <laughs> uh, so this has been quite a. a, a, sh- a sh- well, they probably really loved this, right? Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Negative twenty wind chill, Mm-mm-mm. delicious. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody enjoying themselves. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. So that's been that's not been fun, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. been it's been interesting to just see and uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm seeing all the uh, the weather around. It's like, oh, it was kind of nice to see the winter wonderland. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our, our we're 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 kind of in the same boat as Aaron, right? Too is the as far as the school goes because our like yesterday, like all of the roads here in town, uh, pretty fine, right? I went out, I realized that I probably should go like open the garage door and start the car for a little bit because we hadn't driven anywhere for several days and it was freezing. <laughs> so like <laughs> just to make sure it worked, and uh, <clears throat> you know all the roads are pretty good, but our our rural bus routes are horrible right they're like yeah. way off down in the hollers right and we got like dirt roads like aaron said like those mm-hmm. roads don't see sun on a good day <laughs> right. for like yeah days or at times because like there's still even today there were still roads like some school buses like parents would call they're like yeah like the bus could not get down our road our kids not come to school today I'm like you know what you're fine stay home that's fine <laughs> and i've even driven some of those bus routes uh, not at this school, but my first school back in teaching, like mm-hmm. the moment I got, um, my CDL, it's like, Hey, here's a bus route. So I drove for like a little bit, no big deal. And then like straight snow, straight sleep, straight ice. They're like, well, got to get the kids home somehow. And like, I was like two weeks into driving a bus, had no idea how to manage a bus on the icy roads but yeah you'll go down the highway and then you get that one little kid it's like you gotta turn right and it's just like a straight shot that you can see <laughs> the curve of the road and it's like i have to ride that line because it's not that bus is going straight to a ditch and then i gotta gun it as best i can and go up a hill because if i don't the sucker's going right back down and hopefully there's no one on the other side because i can't see nor can i stop good luck everybody there's no one. and that 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 is how driving a bus in some of those rural areas were. No, no tires, no, you know, modifications. Just bus. The heater might work. Stay warm. Go. And yeah, I've, I, I I'm so glad I don't have to drive a bus anymore. I hated that so much. I felt bad yeah. for the kids because they, oh, you know, yeah. some of those kids are on for like an hour, two hours. 
sometimes, especially if you have a terrified bus driver who has no idea where they're going. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, hypothetically. Okay, I, 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 I try to get them as as best I could, but oh sure, under that, like that was, those were not fun times, especially if you had to turn around. Like, hey, is there just like a driveway? Like, no, you got to do a, you got to flip the bus around on this tiny six by six foot road. Good luck. Like, oh, Aaron, you, you're bringing back my childhood of good old bus 15, right? Like this is, you're describing what it was like to ride our bus, right? I don't yeah. know if you, you guys didn't ride the bus quite as much, I don't think. No. Well, but the real, the real I, I tested it out oh, and then it was like, no, the bus sucks. We're not riding this. <laughs> how, how often did you actually ride the bus? So. so I rode the bus home a lot. Right. We didn't, I didn't ride the bus. I rode the bus to school some, right. But the bus got to our house at like a really weird time. Yeah. So normally dad would just drop me off at school on the way to work. He was like, okay, bye. And then yeah. I would ride the bus home quite frequently in my, especially as a youth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we did that a lot and all these all these instances where these happened to me right so we our bus got stuck several times <laughs> right in the snow yeah one like we got stuck one time right here's a bus story for you uh we got stuck down like <clears throat> on this road right we were turning around old bill was turning the bus around and exactly what you said happened he turned around and he like as he was backing up, the bus like starts sliding, and it slid yeah. off the road, right? So it's like, you know, all those roads by Dad's house, right? So it's like one one side road, other side ravine with yeah. trees, right? <laughs> and that's where, where we sat there, <laughs> right? So so we sat on the bus, <laughs> nice and safe, forever, right? Again, this is the early mid nineties, right? So. Peter, man, our bus was like one of the worst buses, right? Our bus route did not get the new buses, mm-hmm. right? Because we had like the really rural route and we had the the rough kids on our bus, right? It was like graffiti, all yeah. those seats and like cuts and everything. So our bus route did not get the new buses. Our bus route was, our bus was one of the last ones to have a stick shift bus, right? Uh, so ours mm-hmm. was like a stick shift. It was horrible anyway we're driving this bus uh we got stuck there and they had to call the maintenance guy right so he comes out in the truck okay maintenance guy comes out in the truck um and he hooks a big old log chain onto the bus and he's trying to kind of like the bus is trying to back out and he's trying to pull it to make sure it backs out onto the road and doesn't slide off into the ravine of death right So he starts pulling on this bus and Bill starts rocking it back and forth, right? We pull out the bus pulling and he pulls and he pulls, he pulls. And all of a sudden that chain broke, right? This big old log chain broke off, came around, slapped right into the side of the bus, right under the windows. And we, (laughs) everybody screamed, laying on the floor. (laughs) Right. We had to like it was terrible, right? Eventually, the second one worked. We got out and we were able to get home. But like, the, it was terrible. There was another one where he got stuck, like right, like 
you know where we met when we were walking on on the last time we were up there for Christmas or whatever, and we met you and Shelby walking on the road? Yeah. Like right where we met you guys? The bus got stuck right there. Ah. Like he was pulling over for that stop and the bus just sort of slid. Whee! Like <laughs> slid to the left and boom, got stuck there. And so I was like, Bill, I can see my house. Yeah. Can I walk home? He was like, no. Like, <laughs> okay yep. let's be reasonable here okay oh, wow. i know he's like you like, i can't let you off the bus i was like listen you're gonna let me off the bus at the top of my super long driveway anyway <laughs> We're and not so adding this a is whole re- lot here <laughs> yeah this is only like a hundred and hundred more yards of walking <laughs> i can make it <laughs> so here's the g here's how we got unstuck are you ready for this <clears throat> no the first of all they bill like we had uh, he, him and the high schoolers got off the bus and they went and they started packing snow and rocks <laughs> under the back wheels. Right. And as you do. As you do. And as Bill was like, Bill got back in and he's again, this is a standard bus. So he starts doing the thing where you rock the bus back and forth. Right. On the right. Uh, yeah. On the gear. Right. Yeah. Right. On the gear, rocking it back and forth to try to pop it out. The high schoolers are still outside pushing the bus. <laughs> How we do it? Go. I do it. I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they would not allow the kids off the bus, right? Let alone no. touch or do anything. <laughs> They're out there rocking the bus, right? They're pushing. It was oh, it was ridiculous. It was the little we were in the. I was probably I was in like fourth or fifth grade by this time. We were on the bus, like mm. you know, as the bus rocks forward, we're like running forward and pushing. <laughs> <laughs> we're like shifting weight. He's like shift. So we again, we finally got out of there, but it took forever. I was like, Bill, my house is right there. Just let me off. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. I was trying to describe to Megan a little bit about our the the bus out there, and she didn't quite believe me that it was uh, exactly as I described it. Um, I was like, no, no, really, there was. Interesting things going on on that bus back there. Was. Uh, I don't really want to know. It'd be interesting to know what's happening on it now. And I say that having no desire to actually know the answer to that question. <laughs> it's probably like way less. I don't know. There's probably not people like smoking on the back, right? There's not people teaching like, Furbies to, to curse. Oh, that I don't know. That wasn't, we didn't have that yet. They were like doing all kinds of weird stuff back there. I don't even know. It was strange. <laughs> I, I know I know talking to dad I guess they have like different buses for the different schools so like the high school will go out separately mm-hmm. the middle school will go out separately and like the elementary will go out separately but so that way there's not like the older kids mixed oh, with the really? younger kids yeah and so like there is multiple ones <laughs> and like a lot of schools do that to kind of help space out you know a small child learning how to roll the cigarette or, you know, interesting vocabulary. Yeah, that's and true. So, and I, you know, just for sake, because I think there's issues fights, and especially with the kids, like the rougher kids with the, you know, non rough kids. Um, but no, my rural schools uh, did not care. And it, I, especially with like driving the bus route the first time, it's like, hey, do we have a map? Oh no! Just ask Jeremy; he'll tell where to go. Uh, like, okay, and then you show up, and the kid's like, "I'm not named Jeremy, and I'm a 
fifth grader. <laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. We have a problem. And it, but thankfully there, those are always like the ones that like did a pretty decent job, but I drove this. I had one kiddo the last time because I, I fill in occasionally and I had a map and I guess I missed a turn or something. And I had one kid left on the bus. I'm like, Hey bud, do you know where to get off? He's like, um, yes. I'm like, bet. Where are we going? He's like, my mom's house. I'm like, that's what's up. Where is it? Oh, we're not going to my mom's house. Why did you tell me? We're going to my Didi's house. Where's your Didi's house? I don't know. So I ended up going to like five miles like north and like five miles like over. And I just found the highway and I just drove until he said, that looks right. And I just found it. And then thankfully his DD or whatever was like sitting outside. And he's like, that's it. Bye. I'm like, I was on this bus for like 30 minutes longer because <laughs> this kid had no idea where he left, lived. That was to, and, and to get to his house. No, no bad road conditions, but I guess I, um, went the wrong way. But you know, like those like old school style of bridges that are like they're 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 stone or brick and they have like this really cool archway and it's like, you know, kind of a like one of those bridges that like you see like a horse and carriage like drive over and it's like really like cool looking. Yeah. So imagine that, but imagine that with like no sides. Okay. Like, no guardrail or something. This is worse. And <laughs> You're describing like the bridges narrow. across so, the Philly River. That's what you're I'm on. I'm on a bus. I'm on this bus, and it's apparently the largest in the the, the bus yard. And I I have to turn, so I have to make a V turn. So imagine letter V. Oh, you. I have to make that turn on a bridge that has no guardrails, and the backside is just a straight ditch, and forward is a river, and so I am just. I crank that sucker hard. I put I throw it in reverse. I'm just inching back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I I I almost got a tire over the edge just trying to get the sucker around. But and he was just back there just playing on his phone, not a care in the world. And I'm struggling. (laughs) (laughs) I am like the the maintenance guy, he's he's on the bus route. He doesn't answer his phone. I'm like, this is cool. I'm trying on the the radio it doesn't work i'm like trying like everything and i'm just bang, bang, bang. i probably spend 10 minutes just trying to make this turn finally nail it and then he's like he just pokes his head up he's like where are we i'm like is it your house somewhere close he's like maybe it just goes back to his phone like i love children they're amazing human beings but finally you get him home kick him off and i haven't had to do a bus route since Thank ah. goodness. Because <laughs> of all the complaints that people had of this bus dangling yeah. precariously over the ledge of <laughs> Yeah, in my incredibly old um bus maintenance person, who who is wonderful, he's just sitting there with his hands on his hips. He's like, oh, easy bus route, huh? I'm like, I have no problem fighting you right now. <laughs> and he's like, did you make sure you take you know B Street over because there's there's a bridge there? I'm like, yeah, I found it the other way. So yeah, like, oh, well, that would have been you know, good information to have before we started. <laughs> yeah, but no, those, those bus routes in cold weather, especially my bus uh, a few schools ago, it, the emergency brake maybe would have worked, maybe, 
And to stop it, you basically just had to put it in neutral and let it coast backwards until it hit this big old like concrete slab. Ah, and nice. <laughs> that's, that's how you parked it. <laughs> ah. Yeah, our bus when I was old fifteen, I don't think there was merch back on that bus. We definitely <laughs> we de- we uh the big hill by Dad's house, right? When you're down on that road uh below it. Um it used to be it's paved now. It's weird. It used to be just be gravel, right? So it was real bumpy and real washy. So you got to get a really, Bill would always get like a big run to go up that hill because it's so steep, right? Um, feels like it was steeper a long time. Maybe that's just me being little, but, but it's anyway. because, no, it's because they, uh, they paved it, right? And the, 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 it felt a lot steeper whenever the rocks were on there because, uh, it wasn't a smooth surface, so really you bouncing really you felt, around. Yes, yes, yeah. especially when it was it, the the washout would come in and your back end would slide around as you're trying to chatter your way up the hill. Yeah. yeah. So I want you to imagine that happening in a bus, right? And so we're halfway up the hill, and it the back end is chattering because it's so washy, and the bus pops out of gear and dies that. on really? the hill. Yeah. And so Bill just like. He was like, well, we have to back down the hill. <laughs> Ooh. And so basically, again, putting the high schoolers to work, their job is to be the rearview mirror. They just were looking out the back window being like, yeah, you're still good. <laughs> With varying degrees of trustworthiness, right? Like, hmm, oh, is yeah. there actually a car back there? Are we gonna go off the road and they'd be like, nope, we're still good. And then correct because they did that before too. Once every once in a while they'd be like, Yeah, you you still got room. Smack offense, right? You know. Yeah, I don't know why but, he would yeah, I mean <laughs> I mean, you know, it, <laughs> but we made it. We had to back all the way down, start the bus, and then back up a little bit more, get the other run at it, like <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> this is why you didn't have to ride the bus, Aaron. Just so you know, this is why- oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these stories hit hit mom and dad's ears, and they went, "No, <laughs> what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> so, sorry, thank you for thank you for your sacrifice, Brandon. We can't can't do this. <laughs> Such a pioneer, literally. Uh, it's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was it was rough. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of weird shenanigans happening so hopefully buses aren't quite like that anymore because children don't need that in their life (laughs) yeah (laughs) so outside of the snow and building Aaron doing like Weird bear grills things to stay warm. Where you been? <laughs> yeah, apparently it's been a lot going on. No, we um, uh, we've been kind of we've been battling our uh, our our furnace has been um has been not furnacing again. Like last year, it was fine. Um, and this year, uh, it's just going. You know, I'd really rather. It's very hard work being a furnace, especially when it's cold. So, what if I just stop for a little bit and catch my breath? Can I do that? And you're like, <laughs> again, yeah, yeah, yeah. see aforementioned discussion of negative twenty three degree weather, and you're like, I'd rather you kept doing your thing. Like that would be pleasant, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. No. Okay, it's fine. So that's not we've allowed. been. 
<laughs> yeah. It, the worst one, we we woke up one morning and so the upstairs furnace is the one that's kind of like, I'm not okay. Like, I'd rather not. Uh, the downstairs furnace is like, whatever you throw at me, I got this. You want it 80? I'll do 80. Let's do this. Um, which, which in a hundred year old home is a lot of work for a furnace to do. So that's a it's true. Also, don't mention that to Megan because she does want eighty. So, I know. like, so <laughs> bad, so bad. Oh my gosh! Oh, no, it, it it brought in a larger context of a of a of a, of a a bigger project that I have on my brain when when we haven't even you know I haven't even finished the painting project that I started a year ago. But that's beside the point. Now, oh now I am on to you. Know what we need to do. Our our foundation is stone around the foundation, right above the uh, above ground is is all stone. Um, uh-huh. The basement still has some original, like OG hundred plus year old foundation walls. Um, those are all looking good. Uh, we had some people look at that and they said those are those are sweet. But what we need to do now, my big project that I have on my list now, when I don't have time, is to go and repoint all of the joints of all the stones in the foundation what why would you do that well because because um i don't know when that was done last but it is it is pointed in some locations and not most of the others that exist and when you just have two flat stones sticking together with no you know mortar in between them that's where a lot of cold air comes in. And so basically my basement is just like a sieve for cold air to come in from outside. It's, it's just straight outside air inside my basement. And yeah, I need, it's a cold well, right? So cold sinks, boom, yes, there he goes yeah. in the basement, not but, coming upstairs. Boom. Got but it. it also makes the floors very <laughs> cold. It's some slippers. It's very <laughs> cold. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, there are times where you're like, you're, you'll come downstairs. Upstairs is carpeted. Downstairs is all hardwood. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, geez, this is freezing. So yes, we do wear slippers and we do wear socks. But I'm like, this can't be good for my heating bill, right? The fact that my floor is this cold like this, I need to do something about this. And that starts not with insulating the floor. No, no, no. But repointing the entire foundation. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, I will say I th- this this whole weather ordeal has made me really appreciate house slippers um, because <laughs> I got some insulated ones for Christmas last year and I mm. wore those like I'm st- I'm wearing them right now I wear those suckers <laughs> nice all the time now because like I'd, I'd get up and I'd walk barefoot and yeah having no insulation on the floor like this is awful and <laughs> I I just put those suckers on I'm like. They're like little shoes on for, for the inside, <laughs> and my feet are warm too. What is this? This, <laughs> this is wizardry. This is different, yeah. Um, which I will say, speaking of wizardry, we did spend a good chunk of the time, the our um, little break, watching uh, all the Harry Potter movies. Just yeah, all of them. Yeah. Um, and boy, howdy, it made me drastically remember watching all those movies with Mimi. She asked so many questions. Um, <laughs> and I had to do like some deep, like Harry Potter lore diving because I, if you ask a question, I'm just like, crap, that is a good question. So, I mean, I had to look up like, is Hogwarts like a private school or is it a charter school? Is it publicly funded? 
what is the Ministry of Magic's actual purpose? Like, what job does this character have in the ministry? I'm like, oh, this is this is actually like some deep questions. I was not expecting like a full on like educational dive into Hogwarts here. Like, what? Then we had to look up like what classes can you take if you enroll in Hogwarts? How much does a teacher pay if you if if you're a teacher at Hogwarts? And just like, wow, this is a a weird it's movie. A big one. Yeah, but one we, my... we had fun. But yes, yeah, so house slippers. Nice. Gryffindor house slippers. Bam! One of my questions is always, what do wizards get other jobs not with the Ministry of Magic? Like, what yes. what other career paths are available to you? Because it seems that everybody just works for the Ministry or I they're, mean, it's, it's like or the they're selling or they're selling uh Joke one shops and candies in yes. so you, Diagon so Alley. Do, so, like, I mean, like, there's like the government, and then you can have, have like your own stuff. But I guess it's like you only cater to like music, like, uh, wizarding needs. So, like, you can open up like a robe shop, like a broom shop, a wand shop with Ollivanders. Um, you get into the banking business with Gringotts. Um, but yeah, I was sitting there looking at it, and like, the teachers. For Hogwarts, and this is also like I guess this takes place takes place in like the nineties. Only like came home with like thirty four thousand dollars. So I'm like, oh, that's like what a teacher makes now. What the heck? Yeah, but that's probably like thirty four thousand pounds. So that's like actually a lot. Well, no, that's like like U.S. money because I had to convert. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe I could teach at Hogwarts. Already done the calculations. Yeah, come on, boy. We we got invested in this, all right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. this is this is a professional thing we got going on here, Brandon. Come on, don't discount. Yeah. Work that happens here. My question is, right? Here's 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 a thought I just had. Oh right? no! If you're magical, right? And let's say I just I don't know why I thought of this, but like, so like, if you're taking like herbology and like stuff like that, can you get a job in the Muggle world, but then like secretly use magic to make everything better? Right. Oh. See, I don't know. No, there's and, no recorded instances of this. And, and how JK much JK Rowling will not message me back. That's true. Oh man. You got here's another one. Right? Here's the thought about the divination class. Right? Are those people the people that are like at the fair? <laughs> right. Do they just walk around, right? And do they, uh, are those like are, do, are those like are, the, are those people like setting up like fortune teller shops in like Liverpool? Right, uh, but they're actually like Hogwarts graduates with like using their divination class knowledge to mm. to do their stuff. Right? Mm. <laughs> Is that what's going on? Because <laughs> uh, I feel feel like if you're really in it to make money and you really are trying to trying to be in the economy, you can't service just the wizarding world because that's only a very small percent of the population, right? Mm-hmm. So like, and and that you don't need to divinate for a wizard because they could do it themselves <laughs> or anything. Unless they're bad at it because we, we saw that Ron not good uh divination, right? So But that's fine maybe. because you have to have I'm sure they're still out there trying to make a buck because it's if it's entertainment as opposed to actual like needing fortune, life and death kind of thing, you'd that's still make true, plenty of money, right? Like that's true. I don't know. Yeah. I'm seeing like the economy of the wider wizarding world is elusive. I agree with yeah. Aaron. Where Aaron. do it's they make like, their money? <laughs> and what do they spend it on? What's the point? I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Are they buying life insurance? 
uh do they have surely not surely there's not like wizard life insurance because that's like i mean you can die in all kind of dragon right yeah. immolation right all kinds of exciting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah i mean the dangers at hogwarts alone are innumerable like there's so many yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know so i feel like this is one of the this is where like it kind of falls apart when you really start thinking about it too much like, yeah it's like, mm. Mm. <laughs> don't think about the wider world because <laughs> it doesn't work <laughs> which is weird like, it's just really weird right it's like a weird thing because you think like what like the, again what's the point of going to wizarding school like you can learn to do wizardy things but then what do you why what do you do with it right like Right. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's just a, it's just a, a more of a, a big government takeover, uh, oppressive of its citizens and more monitoring of that. So I think that's where, you know, it's just a. See, I feel like it's the opposite, right? I feel like if everybody's just doing their thing, it's much more like socialist, right? Where they're just like, okay, whatever. Like, no, I don't need, I don't need money because I can just like magic stuff, blap. Like, oh man, I need to grow some food. Zap, like yeah, except, oh, right, like what? Except like, <laughs> they do have entire swaths of people who are meant to monitor the use of magic, right? Like, like there's, it is pretty a bit heavy handed. Yeah, <laughs> but like, the, but they're trying to so, keep people safe, right? I know. I no, I, know, I think that's pretty- only so that they don't get found out. That's the only reason that those people exist, so they can remain sneaky, mm. right? Like, right. don't use your magic in the middle of Walmart, so that that old lady over there buying grapes doesn't notice you. That's like all it's for. It's like to remain hidden. Like the actual interior workings of the world. Like what they don't do stuff. And like some of them don't even like exist in like other society. Right. Like they don't participate. Right. Clearly the Weasleys don't. If they have so many weird questions about rubber ducks and like what's a lawnmower for. Like bro how do you what? Like what? <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, they're not going to the local elections or running for con- council or yeah, things like they're that. They're not going to Lowe's and buying a hammer. It was oh. like magic blam. So like <laughs> what? Like you know, what do you need money for as a wizard? Why do you need to job? Well, I, I guess I guess if you're gonna look at it that way, you might as well treat it like our modern world and the Amish. How they kind of like true do their own kind of thing, but like they can still like moderately help financially, or Whoa. but like they they have it like their own like ways and customs. Just 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 think of think of them like Amish. So, are, Aaron, are you saying that wizards are sneaky magic Amish people? Ooh, I think of it in that context, but that does sound enticing. Like they're like clandestinely Amish people. Well, no, like, because, like, yeah, you can talk to them and be friendly, but, like, what do you, like, really know about them? Yeah. What do you have to have a cover story? If you work at the Ministry of Magic, but you are just, like, at a London bus stop, and someone's like, yeah, so what are you doing? What do you work at? Uh, work. Like, I'm just, like, really traditional in my, like, foundations. Boom, Amish. Yeah. I mean, they, they do wear outdated robes right there they participate in traditions that are like really old 
if they drive car uh, yeah 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 they like, don't drive yeah, cars they, they, yeah well i mean kind of I mean, okay, Weasley's car aside, that most of them don't yeah. drive cars because they can just like <clears throat> apparate or fly or flew or port key. There's a myriad of ways to travel not involving an yeah. auto. <laughs> <laughs> Night bus, apparently, right? Oh, man. Thestrals. Oh, yeah. Magic, invisible, and carriage pulling animals. Yeah. Oh, would be terrifying on, you know, highway, <laughs> on, a, on a back highway. Uh, at nighttime, when you can, <laughs> can barely even a, see towards Marshfield or whatever, now. yeah, go towards Marshfield. Yeah. You can see the buggy now with its little sign on it. So imagine no horse there; it's invisible. Like that's a terrible. <laughs> they may have to they may have to rethink that one. But yeah, I like hey. this cover. Other than that, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's weird. Like I don't know. <laughs> I have so many questions there. I need to. Yeah, so you're uh, welcome. <laughs> Also, we watched over Christmas break. One of our friends had never seen him either, so we watched like the first two movies with them. Like we yeah, went to a friend's house, and we had like we had a small marathon. We had like snacks and lunch and everything, but not to be that guy. But I was watching it again. I was watching the Chamber of Secrets again, and yeah. they pull out the sword of. I love that movie, right? But then they pull out the sword of Gryffindor, and they're like, "Godric Gryffindor lived a thousand years ago," and I'm like. Bro, that's a sword from the 1750s. What are oh. you talking about? That's <laughs> a small sword. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, so, st- side side note. Brandon, you will enjoy this. Ooh, so, I love I side side notes. Drill. Uh-oh. I, have a, I have a baseball drill. And I teach it to where they have to use um, two hands. So, it's one hand at the base of the bat and one hand uh, a little bit choked up. Do you know what I call this drill? <laughs> no. Zweihander. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I call it I call it Zweihander T drill, and where they they they're basically on on uh, up on one knee, and they have they have the grip, so it's, it's basically like a like a broad sword grip. <laughs> and they were so they're talking about it. They're like, Coach, why do you call it like why do you say it in an accent? It's like because you're supposed to. Duh. It's German. For two-handed sword, they're like, "Oh, really?" I'm like, "Yeah, I just wish you guys were cool." Like, oh, what? It's so yes, I call one of my hitting drills Zweihander, and the kids like, are now. Like how your kids are they learning like medieval German, and German yes, they medieval are. German swordsmanship or baseball? Right? Like, well, what else? What else supposed to do in baseball? Like, I don't. I mean, that's true. Don't understand, Aaron. That. Here's the question. Are you te- which manual are you teaching them from? Is this Lichtenhauer? Is this Meyer? Is this Talhofer? What is uh what is your source material for this baseball? <laughs> we become more of like a high end approach. Oh, from like a hybridized. Oh, I like it. No, I, yeah, it, it. I just wanted something a little more interesting, a little more dynamic for my my hitting drills. Um, and so one problem that a lot of kids have is that they roll over the baseball and basically put it like right in the dirt. And so what it, oh, what, okay. what it does, they break too early, right? Is that what that's yeah, called? So like what, what it legitimately does is that it, it, it teaches them to keep their hands. So when they're making contact, one hand, the palm is down, one hand, the palm is up. And yeah. so when you're holding a sword, when you come across with it, that's the attack you want to do. And so it, it helps them um, keep their hands like good and where it needs to be. And so it, it, it has a, it actually does have a legit purpose, but 
they're like, what is this? What is this drill called? And I was like, by hander. Duh. Yeah. They're actually going to be out next week practicing with long swords. That's what they're going to be. <laughs> yes. Aaron, it's a whole new concept. Okay. Right. Like what it's, it's all boring. It's laid out. But if it was just broadswords, right. Or claymores <laughs> like now, now we're talking to people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did, oh. I, I did start reading. Um, so we went to the library and um, we were looking <clears throat> at books and stuff. And I'm, I'm constantly trying to figure out like, books that were in my wheelhouse or maybe tangential to that, that I can search out and find that I think the kids may be interested in because the library is overwhelming. Even a small one like ours, like way more books than you could possibly have a, a concept or understanding of. And while it's kind of romanticized to walk up and grab a book off the shelf and dive into it, that's hard for people to do and especially little kids. So I've been trying to work with Lillian and Noah to broaden out instead of going there and, while I, I'm, I like that they get the same books every time, I'm like, okay, instead of getting five of all of the same books that we got the same five of last <clears> time, <throat> what if we get four that we know in one new one, right? Like starting with that. Ah, so, I like it. so this week we went and I was wandering and I started thinking of a series that I am dearly beloved in my heart uh, that I can't praise enough of. And I started to think of like, is it? Is it time? Like, is it too young? Like, I don't oh, know. I, I, know. <laughs> I don't know. Is don't it know. the Red Wall series? It is the Red Wall it series. Is. I was trying to come up with a leading question. I was like, is there an Abby involved? I, I thought I, I I didn't exact I didn't mean to get it like right on the like the <clears> head. <throat> I was wanting like this prize, but I was like, there's no way it's Red Wall. No. No, it of is. course it is. Of course <laughs> it is. We all know Collins love of Brian Jacks, right? We all know. Brian oh my god. Uh, and of course, the the reason this cued my brain is because I said like we were talking about swords and claymores and things like that, and and who wouldn't want to see a badger wielding that, or maybe a a, 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 a hare or a mouse. you know a mice like uh, so, or, so anyway, I found an these. otter one somewhere. Yes, yeah, uh, uh, Lulian or Rulian, uh, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's only like thirty of these books. I don't you know, <laughs> you know, actually, there's 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 um. There's not as many as I thought, but there's more than I remember. That's what there's I'll. That's the way I'll put this. Of like, and the reason, the reason that this series is so hard to follow is his timeline is like, yes, he just, <laughs> he just, he will, he'll pick stories and locations from any point in the timeline, and some of them never reference the Abbey or any other character. That's that, true. That you know, like ever. It's just like there's well, only a couple. Yes. If I remember cuz I read them later like in my life. I read a lot of them. Well, I read all the ones you own. Uh specifically. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. But yeah, it is kind of like it is a, it's that like this is the reason I've never read any like Terry Pratchett. Mm. Right? Cuz there's like 7,000 books and like there's not really an order and like they're just there yeah but they're all related but like not really like it's, it's a little daunting to think about now i i will say when colin first got into this book and i wanted to be like my big brother colin you did a terrible job explaining what these books were probably so i had i like not that i lost interest but i was like all right so they're animals and they fight 
and they're like, and they're like, yeah. But then, and then you went, no pun intended, went down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. to a mm-hmm. what was I like seven, six? I I had no comprehension. I was like, you know what? Just you know, I'll I'll probably skip this one. But I I knew they were good series because I mean you would sit in the corner and just read for like hours. I'm like, well, he likes it. Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> it's. Uh, it is very hard to describe. I mean, really, because mostly it's like it's a lot of exposition of sitting around watching woodland creature or like talking about woodland creatures eating soups and teas. There is uh, a lot of cordial and like feasting happening so and weird much. singing, and all of the poetry is in random English dialects. Yes, and it's. And the train it's cool. It's like very Mark Twainy, right? But like, also, what are these moles even saying? Are these no. words? I don't know what's happening. <clears throat> Tastes a lot of turnip and tater and beetroot pie. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> it's beyond. Do you remember that that, yeah. that cartoon that where it's like the animals and they go on like a, a they have to go into like the world of men to get like some sort of medicine, and it's animated, and there's like a badger. You know, you know are there about? owls? Are you talking about? It's not secrets and him. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, sure it's not secrets and him. I'm sure it's secrets and him. Is it the secret of him sequel? <laughs> that is also a mind trip. That one's worse. Um, but it, it, it's it's this movie. It's it's a little little cartoon. Aaron, are you explaining Rockadoodle again? Is that what's happening yes, right Aaron, now? Aaron, Aaron, the... <laughs> every every few months I will do that. Aaron, uh, is this I'll, good? I'll try to tie in Rockadoodle. That's Aaron, important. Aaron, are you talking, are you talking about, about Once Upon a Forest? Yeah. Oh. Hold on. Oh, Once he might be talking about Once Upon a Forest. I think he's talking about Once Upon a Forest. Also, Colin, I, while yes. he's... Okay. I say, while he's looking, I did just look up the Redwall chronology here. Oh, and I, I didn't realize it was this wacky. Oh, yeah. The very first... If you read... So this is this is a month... Much... Um, derived and much uh, discussion amongst people in the Redwall thing of like many people say and and I fall into this of like no just read them in the order they were published because really it doesn't matter like it genuinely doesn't yeah. matter um, but yeah Lord Brocktree was published in the year 2000 and that technically is the first book in pro- chronological order as it's talking about the Salamanstron thing and whatever and like the foundations of that but but it was published, uh, what, 20 some odd years after the third book in chronological order, Moss Flower. So, this, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, this is a trip. I didn't it's realize this. terrible. And so if you look at it this way, like, so this boils down to we were sitting there and I had all the books out on the floor um, and Noah picked Rackety Tam uh, because it has a squirrel on it, um, wielding a giant sword. And this uh-huh. <laughs> with two hands, no doubt. With two <laughs> hands, no doubt. So, um, we just we dove right into this, and yes. Uh, so I am I am having to. If you think if you think um, uh, reading the mole language is hard, now imagine having to speak it out loud on the fly. <laughs> <narrate> it. <laughs> with, yeah, an accent, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, man, this is real rough. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the reason I brought up Once Upon a Forest is like when Colin was trying to explain this to me, that's where my mind went when I was younger. Because I imagined those little critters like 
fighting and like murdering each other. And so that's why I was like, well, maybe this book, maybe this book's not for me because I like it's, that movie. It's also very uh, Watership Down. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Right. That, and it's kind of got um, that vibe going on. Oh, what, what's the one with the dogs? It's about like the dogs that were uh, being tested on. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yes. um. Wait, are you talking? That's a more modern one, right? Oh, it's it's- same same kind of time period. Oh, right. Really? Whenever you said movie about dogs, the first movie that leaped into my brain was Balto. For some reason, I don't know why, mm, but I was like, I was like, <laughs> Aaron's definitely not talking about Balto. But what nah, 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 nah. no, it, it's it's so it, it. I think it's by the same creator that made Watership <sighs> Down. But like, it's very it's it's, it's mm. animated and it's like directed towards kids but it definitely does not have a kid theme um, because it's like these dogs that were like being tested <laughs> and like, you know, like went through oh. like horrible stuff. And like one of the owners was like oh. murdered and it's like hey. supposed to be like happy, but it's definitely not. No. So you're talking about, so I had to look this up and this is what I Googled, man, Google's great. Um, I just said a uh, movie about dogs being tested. And the first hit is called the plague dogs. Yep. And- that's it. Yeah, wow. And that's this wow, one. Good job, Google. Um, <laughs> yeah, this looks. Weird. It's based on a novel. Mm. It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's bad. Okay, I thought there was a wasn't there a Wes Anderson movie about dogs, The Island of Forgotten Dogs, or something like that? Oh was yeah, yeah. But it says Wes Anderson directed it, so I definitely didn't watch it because I can't even Wes Anderson. Yes. So that's yeah. <laughs> is that what this was? What was this? No. Something about that, anyway. I yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that, but I I've I recognize that premise when Aaron said that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so sorry. Yeah. So Plague Dogs is something else. Isle of Dogs is yeah. Mm. That's a that was a okay. That's the Japanese dog thing, right? Yeah, based, based on a true whatever. story. <sighs> oh, there you go. Watership <sighs> Down, not based on true. Story. Not based off a true story. Oh. Redwall, also not based off of true stories. Or is but, it? English history is weird. We never, but, we never know. But um, I, uh, it's been a minute since I've gone through the Redwall series. Um, still, okay. So we are several chapters into this already. Absolutely, still love this. Boy, howdy, did I forget how intense some of these things are. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's Oh man, well, yeah. It, like it uh, tends to oscillate wildly between like super intense and a lot of nothing happening. Totally. Right? A lot of like being in a wood. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like oh, so But then there are some like, like really like intense like but yeah, right? <laughs> like, or there's like really dangerous rats, like intense action. There's crows that are going to pick your face out. You're rafting down a river, yeah, for like nine chapters. Yeah, there's like <laughs> eating so some dandelion root tea and uh, secret of some, some, some like oatmeal, it. and you're like, yeah, and then it cuts to like uh, the one Racky Tam, like one of the guys uh, was fleeing from his brother because he murdered his dad and is after the walking stone, and he was in a forest and a tree fell on his back and broke it, and you're like, okay, this is, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I remember that way, like. There's a lot going on right now. Yeah, it's a weird vibe. It's like it's like one part watership down, like a little splash of secret of Nim, because there are some parts that you're like, what in the it's like creepy. There's some like Robin Hood vibes going on, the animated one, right? But also like, (laughs) 
a little Highlander. It's weird. Like it's real weird. <laughs> yeah. And, but, and, but I love again, just like Arthurian legend stuff. Like, yes. Like, but it's, not, and it's like, it kind of alludes to some, like, it's not a magical realm either. Right. It's very practical. Right. There's no, there's some mystical things sometimes, but not really like, you know, stirring pauldrons and making potions and weight stuff. But like, which I think is what I was really attracted to it by of like, man, this is a very like tangible world. And, yeah. and every book kind of like is a standalone thing. It mentions things, but like even in this one, it's just like, it just dives in and it's like, Oh yeah. Father Abbott, thank you for visiting, you know, Salamanstron. They were so happy. They were sad that your bells weren't ringing the last time that you were, you were repairing your bells several years ago. So they're making you a giant drum. And it, it's like, like oh my gosh like this yeah is- <laughs> it's like martin the warrior shows up sometime when like yes. the ghost of martin the warrior speaks to you and his sword is always hidden in a new exciting location they have to like how they have Who to knows? like uh they like national treasure their way through all these weird clues to like find the sword to defeat the bad guy that's the other trope that happens <laughs> right wow right well because they're like oh after the last time we yeah. it caused havoc. We decided to hide it for good this time. <laughs> they always like really need it, but they've always hidden it somewhere. They yeah. can't remember where it's at. Hundreds of years ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> the Abbott hid it in this new location. Yeah. Where we could and, they would they will, it's always like they would be able to find it in the time of need. And then everyone forgot where they put it. <laughs> yeah. But conveniently. <laughs> Here's a riddle. Yeah. They didn't want to write it down directly. Follow this series of clues expertly laid out like an escape room throughout oh the act. Well, oh, so, and that was the other thing of like, okay, so in this one, yeah, the, the the guy who's running away from his brother who's now trying to murder him and whatever, it's like, like, oh, I hid the walking stone. He'll never find it. And they're like, well, where, where did you hide it? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you, but here's this, here's this riddle. <laughs> here's like, a map that i found no it's like seven sentences of, of rhyme and you're like oh my gosh he had his back broken and he's on a tree and like why why are you giving him a riddle in the forest <laughs> it's, like, it's under the floorboards of the cabin bro yeah you would think that's what he would say but no he's like no i'm not for telling anybody okay but twist my arm or my back since it's broken here's uh, the riddle boy have a good have fun. <laughs> It's like, okay, well, anyway. Uh, now, the other thing, the other question for Aaron, since he never read these, the other question that I always had when I read these, because I did read them later in life, so I had this question. It's never, like, part of the mysticism that the book contains, right? It's never really understood or stated that, like, are there also people here? Is this a world uh, only yeah. inhabited by animals? especially in some of the early stuff, because they talk about like the Abbey and how it's like enormous and giant and stuff. You're like, is it like a people size Abbey? Yeah. Or is it like <laughs> a rodent size Abbey? That just big. It's not like really clear. It's like very vague. So you're but like, all sorts of animals can fit into this, right? Yeah, like there's but, never it's like, like every, well, so it can't be too small because there's like otters and mice. And shrews and, and hedgehogs, and you're like, hmm, all those animals can't fit in a building made for a mouse. So, what's happening? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's like 
it's just a bit vague. I don't know if it's like if it's like a cathedral built on the scale of like like we would think about a cathedral where it's like it's big for me too, right? Like I yeah. can easily walk into Notre Dame and not be like, oh, I feel so constricted here, right? It's so small. Like, you know, like Yeah. So the scale is confusing. Sometimes they talk about like they're riding on a wagon and you're like, How big is this wagon? Yeah. But one of them, it's like, yeah, he sort of pulls away from it later. But like, I think it's some of the early ones. There's definitely like a horse pulling a wagon. You're like, why would a rat be riding on a horse pulling a wagon if there's no people to build a wagon that big? Or are they they people sized animals? (laughs) Oh, no, this is just just they're just like they're just like animal animals. There's like rabbits Ah. and stuff or like there, it's, it was their nuclear fallout <laughs> and made them grow to now here's out. the question like is this like post-apocalyptic time where all humans are dead and all that's left is there <laughs> is, is this is this princess and the bride vibes where there's rats unusual large eyes like is that what we're talking about here no like, not quite that big no it's like normal rats like maybe oh, slightly okay. larger very angry that like Clooney guy's angry uh, guy. the angry fellow like it's real strange but other than that that's the only quibble that I had every once in a while be like because I'd be like there's a bridge you're like what kind of bridge what does he mean by that I don't know who built this bridge if it's like otters and badgers are using the same bridge yeah well as a mouse and because like (laughs) they talk about going down rivers and I'm like well rivers like that's a big term. And like, is this, am I supposed to believe this adventure is taking this little dormouse is going on an adventure down the Mississippi river? I think, but or? these are like English rivers. Oh, right. right. He's We're very English. Like, like brooks he's and very, streams. Yeah. He's from Liverpool. Right. So yeah. like the river in England is like, you know, six feet across. Like that's what you know. there. So like, <laughs> there's no, I think there's no like, Missouri River equivalent, Mississippi River happening in in England, right? The Thames is I mean, pretty the big. The Thames can be pretty big, but like yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not Mississippi. It's a babbling river. brook. Yeah, a, yeah. Okay, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. it's just it, it. It does call into the canoe question. shrews, right? That's funny. Yes. I like the canoe. Yes. Like the, the log log guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's fun. <laughs> So, so this is a this is an adventure that we have uh, thrown ourselves into, and um, are, are are working are working our way through. Uh, and that has well, been there's there's only twenty two books. I was slightly overestimating with thirty. So yes, you if if they stick, you got some. You got a ways to go. So well, that's and that's the other thing of of. I I'm trying to of of just the way my brain works of like a pace. I'm trying right. to well, I'm trying to pace, but also I I I like getting into uh into series because then it's like it's an easier for them to dip their toe into the the next one and then the next one and the next one they can kind of get familiar with the pattern and it's they're not quite so daunting by uh, again, that brand new book that slams on your table where you're like, well, I don't know anything about this author. I don't know what to expect of it. That's exciting for some people. I know for me, it can be very overwhelming. So having a series with 22 books where it's like, great uh, stories I enjoy in a way that it makes sense to me. And here we go. All right. So when, whenever you start Noah on the Warhammer 
series started thirty k at the beginning <laughs> with okay. the unification of of, of Terra. Then not start. Don't start with the Great Crusades. Don't do that. Or Horse Heresy. That's a bad idea. Start in thirty k and build from there. All right. Okay. Cool. Aaron, yeah. is this your audition for Henry Cavill's web series? I'm just saying. <laughs> I, still need, I still need to finish the second. Um, uh, I need to finish the second season of The Witcher. But oh. it, yeah, that is it. I started with the Horse Heresy, and I regretted slash haven't regretted it since because I had to look up so much crap uh, on. All right, who is this person? Why are they talking about them? When did this happen? Is this before? Is this after? What 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 is this? So yeah, I yeah, I, I don't That's true. Yeah. Series do have that drawback when you accidentally start with the wrong one. Right. But but um when you were younger, Aaron, did you have any book series that you were into? Because I know Colin read like obviously Harry Potter and the nine hundred Redwall books. Did you have any that you were like, oh, I like this? So I remember when we first went to go see the first Harry Potter movie, Colin made me read the first books because he didn't want to explain anything to me sounds like movies. Me. so yeah so i had i had to read and i fell in love with that series um oh golly uh wow do what did i have i mean whenever we used to go up to south dakota colin would read to me the um not it was the boxcar kids um there was another series that you, that you would bring um what, what was the one with the kids would not um uh uh match treehouse but the other ones like were like it was like three kids and they were time travel time travel time warp trio yeah um i'd would read that um i i can't think i mean if i go home there's back to missouri there's probably like some log bookshelf but i never i i never got into like artemis bow um And I remember I got a few of those books for Christmas. I never touched them. And I feel bad because I just could not get into them. Like I'd read the first page like, yeah, I'm done. Um, <laughs> a lot of my friends got into like the, uh, I think it was a time period where like Percy Jackson was popular. I couldn't, I couldn't get into mm. that. Um, I, oh man. Wow. I don't think, I don't think honestly there was like a series that I'm like, this is the one until like I was much older. When I read like Game of Thrones, a Magic Treehouse, I guess would be the only one that like I mm. read like continuously that I, I would either read in order, not in order, you name it. But I think that was like really the one series that I truly read, read. But even then, like I don't have, I don't think I have like a book, like series that like I was like, this is it, this is mine. Because mm. I, I, I was older and it was like Game of Thrones. Yeah. I remember you reading the Magic Treehouse books. A lot. Yeah. Mostly because I, you only ever called them the Jack and Annie book. And so I still call them that, right? When kids <laughs> read them at school, my first thought is always like, oh, the Jack and Annie book. Right? I think about you every time oh, I see a kid having one of those. <laughs> I like that book. They were cool. Um, yeah. When I was in, like, even, like, it's not that I, I didn't like reading. I really liked reading. I loved going out there in the hammock and reading. But man, if you have to put freaking the great Gatsby in my hands, we're going to have a problem. To me, that is the (laughs) most weirdest, boring book ever. Like that, um, 
we never had to read the Grapes of Wrath, thankfully. Um, what was the other one? Of Mice and Men. That was another one. Like, again, uh, if you force me to read these books, we're <laughs> she'll just yell the litany from across the room. Like, that, uh, like we're gonna have problems because I. <laughs> and then don't don't put the new Great Gatsby in front of me. Like, I, this means nothing. Um, but I mean, I. What other books did I have to read? Some of these kids now, when they bring books to my class, I'm like, what are you reading? I, nerd. Um, but I mean, I, I got love sitting down and like, but like um, the, the Killers of Fire Moon, although it's not a series, I love reading that book. I'm reading it yeah. like for the third time. Um, but I mean, I read, I blitzed through Game of Thrones. I blitzed through Harry Potter. Um, I never read Lord of the Rings, weirdly. Um, but like, that, like those kind of thing, but like, yeah, just, just anything like those, I guess I read some of the Star Wars books. Um, cause you read them, Brandon. Yeah. I, yeah. I read series, a, a, some, like, yeah. Yeah. And so I read some of them and then I got bored cause I didn't, I didn't know what the expanded Star Wars universe was yet. And the interweb wasn't fully accessible. So you couldn't Google who half the people oh. were. That's true. <laughs> um, no internet. But, again, but yeah, like even even when I'm older, it's like, um, I mean, I'll sit there and I'll read any of my Warhammer books. Um, I started reading The Witcher again, like starting from like book one and moving on. Yeah, <laughs> that's. But yeah, when I was a kid, I I don't think I read like true series. I I we went with the Barnes and Noble when Didi took us to Barnes and Noble. I always went straight to the history section. And I read anything I could about World War II, um, the American West, and I think like the Civil War. That was that was my click. That that was my niche that I wanted. Nice. Yeah. So you're more of just like a individual book type of guy. Right? Yeah. Like, but like, I, I, I can read like, <clears throat> stuff now, but oh yeah, I mean back, yeah, but back then back in the day. I, I, no, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna read, like, come back in within like thirty minutes, and I'll, I'll find a, uh, a Civil War book to find. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. did, did I tell you the other book that I found um, at a? We have several free little libraries around town, and I came across one. We we give out books as the kids age out of things or it's like, okay, we've, we need to bring something new to the rotation. We'll go drop some off and we may see what's there and pick some up. I yeah. found, um, uh, shell Silverstein where the sidewalk ends. Oh, Oh, wow. And, and I, I don't like, it was like, I remember that being in mom and dad's bedroom and like, just like finding it every now and that. Um, yeah. and, <clears throat> Uh, I was like, oh, right. Like, I want to have those kind of books where, like, the kids just find them and, like, fall in love with them. So, so I, <laughs> like, I just need, I just need these, uh, to, uh, to, to exist in the house. And so I, I, I got it and I, I put it on the shelf. And of course, immediately Lillian was like, what's that? Why, what's this book from? What's, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, you, you might read it. You might like it. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, you're like trying to pull one over on her. That's not really gonna happen. Like she's like, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> no, 
No, she she would not want that. <laughs> so anyway, so she she found that book and immediately fell in love with it and was like running like for the next several days would come running in and be like, Dad, Dad, listen, listen. And she, you know, she'd read one of the poems and stuff. And I was like, Yes, it's working. <laughs> the plan is coming together. <laughs> <laughs> so other I mean Brandon one the series I know for you from you really you know Boxcar Children um, I know that's the one that like when I think series I think Boxcar Children for you so like what any other series that you ran through uh, growing up you know I was trying to think after uh, I mostly gave Aaron that question to give me some lead time here I did, <laughs> no I did read the Boxcar series a lot uh, I remember very specifically I was reading those in second grade Right. Um, <clears throat> that's just what I was reading. I don't know why exactly. I guess maybe it was just because there's a bunch of them and I got one from the library and then like I they were like relatively cheap in like the scholastic book thingy, right? Yeah. The book order, book fair stuff, right? They were around. So I got those. Uh, I read a lot of those. They're kind of like mystery light, you know. Um, I liked a lot of those. And then I don't. I was thinking about like <clears throat> my later elementary school career. Like I don't really have any sort of inclination about what on earth I was reading in like fourth and fifth grade other than the books that we read in school. Right? Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. being in the library and I remember checking out books, hmm, but I <laughs> don't really think there was anything just like super, that I did. Oh, wait, wait. A memory. A memory. I read. A, I was reading a lot of like sports books. Maybe mm. in fourth and fifth grade. Maybe that's when I was reading those. Yeah. Those. Uh, those. I saw a kid with one the other day, and that's what it was. Um, <clears throat> random sports books, right? Um, I read a lot of those. Uh, I'm gonna do some quick googling here and think if I can find anybody. But I read that stuff, and then I read. Kind of in middle school is when I started reading a lot of like the Star Wars expanded universe stuff and like um other things like that. Uh the the Mike Lupica guy. I read just like a bunch of random those things. Hmm. He writes just like a bunch of books for like middle grade people. I read a ton of those, I think. I just saw his name. That looks from there. Um <laughs> I started reading like Star Wars Expanded Universe. And I started reading like uh, those Dragonlance books, right? Mm -hmm. They're kind of like set in a Dungeons and Dragons style universe, right? Where they're like, it's like, a, it's not necessarily a series, but it's like, there's like a lot of different authors, but they're all writing books that take place in the same universe. Kind of like the Star Wars Expanded Universe thing. Oh, sure. Right? But it's like for like high fantasy stuff. So I read a bunch of, I read a lot of that stuff, right? In like middle school. That's what I was reading mostly. Like high fantasy, Dragonlance, like Margaret Rice and Tracy Hickman, that kind of stuff. I was reading a lot of that. Um, there's several books that they wrote that are in a series. I read something that was all together and then just like piecemeal random stuff. Because it's like a huge expanding universe. It has like a 
thousands of years of history and it's like right there's books set in like tons of different time periods and they're just kind of like all around and i would just read those i think that's what i read a lot of hmm. right yeah and, and I now think... oh, go ahead. Okay. no it's no. fine I was gonna say, I again, the reason I like those kind of, I like those kind of series because, like, there's no, no right or wrong way to jump into it. It's not like when you sit down, you're like, you know what, I really need to do today. I need to get involved with like, I don't know, like One Piece. Like, I I need to figure out what One Piece is, and it's like, well, you know, there's 1500 uh, episodes here, and you kind of need to know the backstory, and like it's kind of all important. So just start here and work your way through. And same thing with books too. When they do have that long chronological order, is suddenly very, very important. It's like, well, I ah, I just want to enjoy the book and enjoy the world. So it makes it, yeah. it makes it harder, more intimidating for me. Like this wheel of time phenomenon, right? Like seven thousand books, and there's like there's a whole lot, and I don't I don't want to read all of them. <laughs> Because I hear a lot of them are boring. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, no, by the time you get to the third book and, you know, pay, you know, chapter five, it really, really kicks up a notch there. And you're like, mm, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So now, like, I don't know if I read like a lot of series now. I was reading, uh, obviously, Game of Thrones and I'm working my way through everything Tolkien's ever written. But, uh, like, there's a couple other. Th- I'm staring at my bookshelf right now, face on, and I, I have the the last one of the last things that I enjoyed reading is I read a bunch of books by Katrin Ingberg. Right, they're kind of like mystery books, mm. right? Like stuff like that. Those are really good, like Danish police officers, mysterious stuff. And then I don't know where the second book is oh there it is i also there's like a couple other ones where i like i've read the first couple and i haven't like gone back to them yet right and it's just because like i go in these moods where i like i read a lot i don't read a lot then i read a lot again and then i don't read anything (laughs) very yeah (laughs) moody about this this could be an attention span disorder situation but Right, it's usually stuff like that. Right, there's a couple ones that I've read that I like, but that's the last one I read really. And then I did, I realized the other one that I need to read more of the series that is now a series and wasn't a series when I read it. <laughs> right, oh. it's, it's, so I I read, I read a long time ago. I read, uh, my boy Ken Follett. Right. Dude writes incredible books, but I read the Pillars of the Earth book a long time ago about like medieval England church, cathedral building craziness, right? Mm. So I read that book. And then he, like, he wrote that book in like the 80s or something. And then he wrote a sequel called The World Without End. Well, I read that one. I was like, oh, that's good. And then I like kind of didn't think about it for a long time. Apparently, he's written like four more books. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> And so <laughs> I have some catching up to do. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and those books are cool because like it's a book about like Kingsbury Priory or whatever and the church and the cathedral and the town. Mm. But like the first two stories are separated by like hundreds of years, right? So like 
the first book is like what was going on in the town and like I don't even remember what year. It's like 1100 or something. Like when it's being built. And then the next one is like 300 years later. Right? So it's like how has the changed but like the building and stuff is still there right it's like that like the priory and stuff is the character sort of kind of also so like you're seeing the world changing around this stationary location with like new characters and stuff and like <clears throat> they only vaguely reference some of the old people in the in the second one so there's apparently the like a bunch more so i might need to do some collecting here and figure out <laughs> what I've missed. Cause I had read that book like a long time ago, like yeah. over 10 years huh. ago. And apparently he's picked up the pace and written like three or four <laughs> other books. Cause we, we were also in the library today because Susan was writing uh, or she had to renew her library card. Right. And so we walk in there and I'm looking at the books, like the new featured books they put in the front, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Ken, fall it. What? Uh Oh, there's another, <laughs> Oh dear, <clears throat> I'm real behind now. I so I'm gonna have to do some research today and see just how many books, how many other ones there are, <laughs> and I need to get on this stick here because I really liked those other ones. So I may actually reread them. Thought about that, and then uh, kind of pick up and go there and kind of see where we're at here. So I might do that. That might be a series that I kind of get back into this huh. Pillars of the Earth seriesy thing because I really like that those first ones because I really like Ken Follett's writing it's really good but I might need to get back into that because it, it like I said it it's interesting it's weird because it wasn't a series and now it kind of is and so I'm like oh I'm missing out <laughs> well and it's it's interesting when you have authors like that who write and then um they write over such an extended period of time. You know, I, I was trying to think of while well, you were talking of going, what's been a series that I dove into like within the last five or so years. Um, and one of them, one of the, when I was uh, getting my PhD, one of the other guys there uh, turned me on to the Dresden files uh, by Jim butcher. Uh, oh. And yeah. uh, he like gave me the first book. I was like, I think you'd like this. And then I proceeded to read the other 15 in the series over the span of just like a few months. And oh, wow. Yes. And he, he, he originally published it in 2000 and I caught up all the way through 2015. And then he like, and I was like, Oh, well, I guess that's it. And, and I've like checked periodically. Uh, well, I haven't checked in the last three now, four years, because it turns out he's published two other books since 2015. I'm like, Oh, okay. Ah. Well, I need to go. <laughs> yeah, oh no. But yeah, that's my gun stick. Yeah, when you have those, you know, we have those authors that are like, again, he's publishing over the two decades worth of books. Yeah, now. it's like that's so a Ken lot to stay on here. top of, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I do know that I have a lot of books on my shelf here where I've read like, I have like one or two books that are, I guess, a series, and I just haven't. Like, I know that like this book has got more, and I do the other one that I like keep meaning to get more of there's it's like he's like a polish guy his name is oliver postage question mark and apology for pronunciation but it's like a the first book's called the hangman's daughter right so it's like after the 30 years war germany that's like where we are kind of somewhere in there 
and it's it's really cool. Like the setting is really cool, and it's kind of like dealing with like all this stuff and like like a kind of like the balance between like modernization of Europe and like old tradition and folklore things. And it's really I have I've only read the first two, and there's more, and I really like them. But I just like. It's one of those series like I want to go back to that. I just haven't yet. So that's another book that's <clears throat> that's really good. Right. I like that one. That's a series. But again, I've only read two of them. So like I'm I'm kind of bad about keeping up with, <laughs> with series is what it turns out has happened here. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just it's, it's so hard to have touch points, you know, and uh, that stuff. And because we're, I think, out of the habit of walking into bookstores every uh, every week it's uh yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't see the new book release or whatever yeah so I have a couple that I need to continue like I got to do some Ken Follett research here and then okay. probably need to look up old Oliver see oh so yeah that's why I'm okay. going through right now so oh there you go all right well I I feel like we have quite a few. Uh, any more other reading recommendations? I guess. Uh, oh, hearing, uh, yeah. Hearing Not this week. Tune in next time for <laughs> book rambling with oh brother. Book, <laughs> book rambling with your brother. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, you guys have a um, interesting, interesting weeks up ahead or not. Um, we'll see. See what's in store for the weather. That's really what's the ruling. Uh, the ruling feature here in January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um I do okay. Well, before before we leave here, I do have a I, I do have a haiku. Um, and oh, this one was yes. actually actually it's one of the rare instances where a topic discussed on the podcast has a haiku already for it. So what? Um, mm. yeah. So sorry. This isn't plagiarizing, is it? Is no, 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 okay. no, no. Oh no, no. As in, as in, uh, we are um discussing we discussed a topic that like usually a haiku is like a look back to the previous week um oh I, okay okay, but okay. This, this haiku is written about a topic i, I wrote a haiku about that redwall series um so nice um, okay. oh there we go about this very episode yes okay so you're telling me uh, i can't write a haiku about the redwall series too that's what uh well no you can and we can just uh-huh. or uh i personally think you should write or maybe aaron should write a haiku about a uh, sneaky magic amish uh oh <laughs> 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 or not if you don't want to get it yeah I don't, I don't know i mean you, they're not gonna you, hear it so you choose <laughs> okay anyway uh so here's my haiku about redwall uh in the stars a quest through times weave heroes contest fates and dreams coalesce oh very nice snap the fingers snap the fingers on that one. Oh, thank you thank you thank you, Can you hear that Can you? okay there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I like uh, it. Okay, so we'll see how that works. But okay. already. <laughs> well, I hope you all uh, can thaw out just a little bit before the next deep freeze, um, and uh, you can then enjoy enjoy some time. Alrighty. Okay. Yeah. Very good book. Let moral of the story. Enjoy a good book. There you go. That's All right, cool. I like it. Look, look at us helping people. Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Love you guys. Love you too. Love Bye. you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.